Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have Miss Tracy Holmes of Tracy's Ladies Fitness coming to us from the UK. Tracy, how are you today? I'm good, thank you. I am excited to have you here. Now, as I understand it, Tracy's Ladies Fitness as a business has... A large group component to it and a smaller group component to it and you are the face of this obviously it's in the name but the best way for us to to make this valuable for the people listening to this podcast is to go in kind of reverse order tracy we're going to start with the end goal and then you and i can work backwards through your ideas and, and some best practices within the industry to to figure out how do we make that come to true yeah People with, uh, with similar businesses then can follow along and, and borrow some ideas. And so why don't you start us off? Tracy's Ladies Fitness, big picture. If you had the, the business of your dreams and everything goes perfectly right, what does this business look like in the future? Um, for me, at the minute, I coach on a morning and a night. Um, and I think for the future, I want to move away from doing evening sessions, but I don't want to take me out of the picture because people pay for me. Um, and because I coach more, I coach fitness, but I coach lifestyle. So people connect with me because of me, um, me working background, because I can help them further than the fitness. Um, so I don't want to replace myself with anybody else, but I would like to, for the future, start everybody off on a morning um, like I do now, um, to start that day feeling amazing, but cutting out the evenings. So longer term, I don't want to work the evenings. Okay. And so creating a business that fits your life just as much as it does provide value to the customers. Do you think that, that you'll stay in this location? Do you think that we'll ever have multiple locations of Tracy's Ladies Fitness? Tell us about that. Well, I think um, where I'm at now, there's enough people physically where I live for to keep my business so successful for me and to kind of fill it up. I'm like just bordering a waiting list now. So um, I think physically I'd, I'd, I'll stay where I am sort of thing. I'm, I'm not going to expand any bigger um, in the physical side of the gym. However, I would like to, in the future, take more on Zoom. I started Zoom in the lockdown um, and I coach, um, I've coached ladies from all over the country on Zoom. So that's something I'd like to take forward more in the future. I see. Do you anticipate having to, to hire other coaches at any point? Um, I have had a coach previously who used to cover for me when I was on holiday. Um, both me and my partner tend to cover each other, but I, in the future, I'm definitely going to have to have somebody who can take um, the lead from me. It sort of like stopped happening that during lockdown. So, um, yeah. it put a pause on a lot. It did, yeah. It did, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. And and so growth is in the cards and and albeit in a number of directions. Maybe it's growth of staff, maybe it's growth of membership, maybe it's growth of services being on Zoom as well. Talk to us about the the acquisition process of how we get customers in the first place for all of these things, right? Somehow we need to generate leads for this business. So far at least what's been working for you to to get people interested in this um definitely social media um facebook hugely um the where i'm from it's quite a small town um but i'm I'm really pretty well known um and i think because as well because i've come from a nursing background um i worked in a a big hospital so i've got i know quite a lot of people so Facebook definitely, um, Instagram. I'm just starting to get more used to Instagram, um, and usually, word of mouth. I have used Facebook adverts a, a couple of times, not a huge amount, but it's it's usually word of mouth that I get. What was your experience with advertising on Facebook? Um, I find it really good. Every time I've done an advert, I think in the last seven years I've probably done um about maybe two adverts a year and I've done really well from it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess why not do it more often then (laughs) is the question. Is is that something that you've considered using more frequently? Yeah. I've recently just done an advert and um, and it has generated a a good handful of clients for us. So I think definitely um, getting a handle on the advertising, definitely. I'll use it. Okay. Yeah. And I think, what you said is important here. There's there's multiple components to this. We've got the social media that we're using organically, putting out content, Facebook, Instagram, pairing that with advertising on these platforms. And then, of course, this the traditional word of mouth route, utilizing yeah. our own current clients to expand that way. I had We've a got... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Um, I also have, I've had a big massive um, poster on a billboard of myself <laughs> in the local town. So like, how did that work? Amazing! Like, I got I got <laughs> amazing because it's not something you see every day. Like, it was massive, and I had this bright yellow dress on, so everybody seeing it. Um, so that was yeah. really, really good. Um, a good way to get some attention. I've used things like um adverts on my car. Um, I've had people. From that advert, like so little little things like that as well. Yeah. And so it's interesting, plenty of ways to to get people interested, but just because people are interested doesn't turn them into customers automatically. For you, when someone reaches out and and want to train in some capacity, whether it's in whatever service makes sense for them, what is that sales process typically like? So I get them on the phone um, and I do like a telephone interview with them um, and I find out exactly what it is they're looking for. I find out what their need is from me um, and then I tell them more about the detailed side of what I do. And then from there, I decide whether to work with them or not because I don't work with everybody because sometimes... um, sometimes I can't meet their needs or, you know, I might not be the right person for them. So I like to have a huge connection with them so that when everyone who comes in my gym, I know every 
thing I need to know about them so I can help them further. So yeah. It's, it sounds like a fairly in-depth conversation to really know how we can best serve this person, right? All of this happens before they're even signed up. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Do, do you track conversion percentage or, or how many of these leads are actually signing up? Um, I, would, I, don't, um, I don't have specific numbers, but I would say that eight out of 10 sign that up. feeling eight out of 10? Okay, so we're doing a, a solid job yeah. converting as well just signing clients up and, and you've been in the industry long enough to know that the true battle is retaining those clients and keeping them long-term for you. How are we doing that? What are you doing to make sure that your clients stay? Most of my clients I've had right from the start. Um, I, I think giving them lots of accountability, not letting them hide because it's a gym, um, so all of my clients are signed up to us. Um, it's not a pay-as-you-go, nobody can just walk in. So I have um, that connection with them and I have a huge community with everybody. Um, I give them support in loads of different areas and because I'm a nursing background, I, I coach people who have cancer, I coach people with injuries. I coach people, like I've coached people recovering from cancer, but while being diagnosed with cancer as well. Um, I coach ladies through pregnancy. Um, I coach a lady who's 70 and blind. And she, so I, I, because of my nursing background, I attract a lot more people. So people will come to me when other people wouldn't coach them. Um, so, and, and that doesn't mean that they're not able-bodied. It's just, it's usually because people have a fear of coaching people like that. So um, I give them that little bit extra. And it, the community support is huge. Um, so most people, when they first come in the train with me, they'll say, you know, I've came because I want to lose a stone in weight or torn up or, or things like that. And then they'll say, like, if you ask any of my clients now, they'll say, you know what, it's, it's a mental health side. I couldn't possibly leave because this helps me every day in my life. So I do a lot of, before my training sessions, I, in my group sessions, I do a speech. So I do like a, um, a motivation speech, if you like. Mm -hmm. um, and I talk to them to help them mentally. And I do that every day before my session. Um, I've also done a little bit of public speaking to help people with mental health, um, using my own experiences and um experiences that some of my clients have had or family or friends or whatever so I think they get a lot more than the fitness so that's why I retain my clients okay the sure and, and so I also get Tracy, physically as well that helps that's a, that's a big part of this of course <laughs> and, and so our conversation so far basically has just been where are we getting our clients from how do we turn those into paying clients or where are we getting our leads from? How do we turn them into clients and how do we keep them yeah. long-term? But as you, as you look at just kind of that acquisition process, do you think that you could improve on any of those, getting more people in, turning them into clients, keeping them, or is it something else that you think would really, really move the needle on the business? 
I think there's always room for improvement. So I'm always looking for different ideas to improve. Um, I wouldn't be complacent enough to think I couldn't improve anyway, because you always can. But um, I think it's really successful what I do, but I'm learning all the time. I'm always learning new ways to help people. And, and I learn from people and through um, courses like business courses, courses and things. So we, there's always more, more room to make things better, always. Yeah, I think that mentality is is tremendously important and and it is common in the fitness industry. But it, I guess my question for you, Tracy, things are going quite well, as it would seem. Why do we not continue to grow this thing? It sounds it sounds like we're going on a pretty good trajectory, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am, I am, I'm, I'm growing all the time, every day. Um, I'm always looking for other inspirational ideas to help us grow further. But I'm growing every day, definitely. Got it. Okay. And so let's revisit that kind of how we started the conversation with that that big picture question. We know we're growing and we're trending up. How far do you want to take this business? Um, at the moment, I've got, I'm just about near a waiting list. I want to have a waiting list. I want people to have, not have to wait, but I want people to, to, to want to come and for me to have to say, hang on, you're going to have to wait because I'm so full. Um, but I also want to, take it more on a zoom because when i do zoom sessions i do the zoom sessions at the same time as i do my live classes so it's all integrated so the people who are on zoom almost feel like they're in the room with you so they get the great experience but i just i want to change people's lives i want to change people's lives so that yeah. they, they live healthy um physically and mentally i've obviously my background i've always helped people and that's what i do yeah, it's a it's an exciting conversation because there's so many different ways that you can grow, right? Zoom is is one option and and certainly still prevalent in our industry. And you mentioned even that that getting other trainers in and training throughout the day is an option as well. It'll be exciting to see how that takes shape for you because things have gone fairly well for you what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge as you move forward as a business um i think i don't at the minute i don't see any um huge challenges because it's going so well but i think that the challenge is just retaining everyone retaining your clients and trying to keep them um in a good state of health because i don't I don't want to have clients who don't get successful results, whether that be in their physical body or their mental health. Um, I want to take people from feeling rubbish to feeling absolutely amazing. And I do that myself every single day. So I know how good that makes me feel. And I want other people to feel like that as well. And I want people to know that it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what your background is, what your ability is. You can still make yourself feel amazing by looking after your health. And ultimately to prevent illness, to prevent um, people, you know, developing problems with their health in the future. So, yeah, I like, I, yeah. Want, I want to live forever healthy and I want other people to know they can too. Sure, sure. Tracy, this is, uh, this is a fascinating business because 
I, I don't speak to a lot of gym owners who have had as much success, especially in the last couple of years. Everybody, I mean, I'm sure you know gym owners who have taken their share of, of bumps and bruises along the way, but it's exciting to see that in-person fitness is still here and will be to stay and that you're not quite done. It sounds like you guys still want to be growing this thing as you move forward. So it'll be interesting to see how this takes shape over the next couple of years. We're running a little bit shy on time, but with the time that we have left, Tracy, why don't you give our listeners an idea of where they can learn more about Tracy's Ladies Fitness? So if you go to Google um, and you put in, if, if you search on uh, Google, I'm just under Tracy's Ladies Fitness South Shields. Um, I'm on Instagram, Tracy's Ladies Fitness, and I'm on Facebook, Tracy's Ladies Fitness. My personal Facebook is Tracy Holmes, um, where I do share a lot of stuff as well. Um, but that's the places you can find us. You can email us on Tracy at Tracy's Ladies Fitness.com. So it's all in the Tracy's Ladies Fitness, really. Um, but yeah, and if anyone's got any questions, anything, just get in touch. Reach out and connect. Tracy, this has been a bunch of fun. I, I appreciate any kind of gym owner willing to share an inside look into their business. And, and it's always helpful for us here in the States to kind of compare and contrast how businesses function. I think there's a lot to be learned from each other in that sense. So I can't thank you enough. I appreciate you for your time today and I wish you nothing but the best moving forwards. Thank you. I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Gabriella from Body by Beckett in England, UK. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. Excited for the opportunity to have you here. Tell us a little bit, Gabriella, what was it ultimately that led to you going and opening, you know, your own fitness business? Um, I've wanted to do it ever since I was a really young age. So um, even when I was at primary school, I'd be writing on the dream job um, bit, like I want to be a personal trainer. So it's always kind of been like a passion of mine to make sure that I'm going to be in the fitness industry and try and help as many people as I can um, in their fitness journeys. That's amazing. So this is something that you dreamed about doing since you were a little kid and you actually lived uh, to make it happen. A lot of us like have these dreams when we're kids and then like we probably still have the dream as an adult, but we don't actually act on it. So props to you for acting on that, you know, dream and and making it happen. Um, Give us your best elevator pitch of Body by Beckett, who you are, 
what services you provide, kind of paint a picture of your business model for us. Um, I'm Gabriella Beckett. I'm 24 um, years old. Um, I compete in bodybuilding. So I do a lot of bodybuilding competitions, uh, which has really helped me grow my business um, in the UK. Um, I mainly train females um, in small PT groups or I do one-to-one personal training um, as well. Okay. Um, in my private little gym. <laughs> Got you. So you do a lot of personal training, um, small groups. Uh, and so do you have your own space in, in your, like that's yours or do you rent space? How exactly does that work? Um, I used to rent um, in gyms all, all across where I live in Hastings. Um, but now I've managed to have my own gym for just over a year now. Um, still in Hastings, but I have like a private gym of mine that I train all my clients in. Okay, so you have a private gym. Now, kind of give us a feel for your clients. How many clients are you training right now? It sounds like it's just you in the space. You don't have any other trainers. So um, how many people How many people are you training right now? Um, I have, how many? I've got six groups of four to five people. So I think I've, in my groups alone, I just have um, 35, people or something like that uh sorry I can't think of the top of my head um and then one-to-one PTs um I have seven one-to-one PTs at the moment so it's a very busy time uh my groups train like either three times a week or two times a week so mainly mainly three times a week I have one group that trains twice a week so it's quite a busy schedule <laughs> yeah that sounds insanely busy how exactly do you do are your clients paying per session do they pay um for a pack of sessions how do you work that out within your business um so when anyone signs up when any new client signs up um i make i I tell them that it's a free month sign up um they pay monthly so every four weeks they pay um, a certain amount of money and then it's the same amount every single four weeks for three months and then maybe near the end of the three months when the blocks finished up I'll I'll kind of reach out and say you're re-signing up um, most people do re-sign up um, but obviously people come and go all the time so um, yeah I do make sure to it's like a three month kind of course and then they can leave if they want to but normally most of them stay so yeah <laughs> I love that. That's really smart that you do kind of the three month commitment there. Um, that allows you to have three months of guaranteed revenue coming in for your business. Like a better kind of relationship with the clients as well. I think if yeah. I did it per session, I just don't think it would be beneficial for them. I don't think they would be able to progress in such a short amount of time. So um, me doing it for three months, I just, I just felt like I could give a better service to them and they would then get better results that way as well. Of course, from both a business perspective and a client's perspective, when we do, you know, three month commitments or, or even just a monthly commitment, um, it's smart for the business because we have that guaranteed revenue coming in to cover our overheads and, you know, we can project our revenue. But from a client standpoint, you know, if we're not charging monthly or we're not giving them, having them make a commitment and, and we're allowing them to pay per session, we're kind of doing them a disservice yeah, exactly. because for most people, the hardest part is just showing up. Yeah, exactly. So, when, when you can get them to sign up for, you know, a minimum of three months, it shows that they're committed and they want to be here. And 
um, they're not just gonna like, be flaky and stuff. You know, I, I felt like I had that a lot um, in the past where people were just really flaky. And then so I changed it to a three month sign up and then people were so much better because then they understand what they're getting. They understand the service that they, they get and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so, you know, it sounds like your schedule is pretty busy right now, but I always like to ask, like, are you in a position where like, you are looking to take on more clients or are you in a position where like you're like I can't physically handle anybody else like I have to halt my growth um at the moment um I've I've just introduced a new group that's happening starting in January um so one more group so I'm gonna have seven groups in total um but uh, and that's already filled up so I, I managed to get that filled up really quickly but other than that I won't be looking for any more one-to-ones if if anything, I'd like to downsize my one-to-one service and then maybe focus on groups, um, maybe more. Um, but I'm happy with the number that I have right now. And yeah, I'm really happy with how it is. I think if I did more, then I, I just don't think it would be very good for me. I think it'd be running myself into the ground a little bit. So I'm happy with where it is at the moment. Yeah, is the gym or the studio, is it pretty much like in use like all day or are there time periods where there's kind of nothing going on in there? Um, there is time periods where there's nothing going on so on Tuesday on Thursdays um, I'm quite strict on the fact that I won't work in the mornings until 4 p.m in the evening so for that time period um, it is free and on the Monday Wednesday and Friday it is free say from 12-ish to 4-ish um, anyway so I would like to have like some sort of system where people could go into my gym and access it alone um without me being there um but it's not yeah something I'm working on at the moment yeah that, that was gonna be my next question you know we all are gonna have no matter like in my gym we have like about three hours a day where there's nothing going on um and I always like to look at that as like an area of opportunity for us to do something so that the gym is in use when we're not using it and the gym is making money um regardless have you ever considered the idea of like bringing on another pt um that like works under you that takes on clients like yeah kind absolutely. of at complimentary times yeah absolutely um i'm i've been asking around for uh, pts locally in my area recently um and i'm in talks with one lady at the moment um so hopefully i can get her on board which would be really exciting um, and also to help her grow her own business too, which will be really, really good. I'm quite excited for her to, to come in. She wants to start in January and I think it'll be a good opportunity for her as well to actually have like somewhere to go to train her clients because I think she's training them outside at the minute and I just don't think it's viable um, for the client results and stuff like that. So it'd be good to get yeah. her and teach your clients. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's going to start getting cold there like any minute. Right. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Okay. That's awesome. I'm glad that you've thought about that because that's a huge area of opportunity and not only just for, for you and your business, but for this lady, right. You guys can kind of team up and help more people. And I don't know about you, but like I got into this business because I want to help a ton of people. Um, and that allows you to make a bigger impact. Um, yeah. really cool. Yeah, it is really good. Um, she's really, really good as well. So I'd love her to come in and and get her clients going and build her, her business up as well. Yeah. So um, my next question here would be, you know, how, how did you acquire your clients? What did you do to find, you know, your clients or what do you do to find your clients? Because I'm sure you kind of are always 
losing people. So you're already always looking for new people to join you. I'm not saying like you lose a ton of people, but naturally we lose people here and there. So we always want to make sure that we replace the people that we're losing. So what do you do to find your clients? Um, I, I feel like when I um, do my bodybuilding competitions, they've really helped me, um, just get my name out there a little bit. Um, so I feel like I'm a little bit well-known, maybe, I don't know, (laughs) my area as such. Um, so I do get like constant messages about people wanting to come on and join a service. Um, so most of the time I do have like a waiting list, um, of, of people that are wanting to join, but I'm not able to put them into a service yet. Um, I use mainly Instagram to advertise or Facebook to advertise if I do have a space up. Um, I'm constantly on social media as well to kind of just show them my fitness journey as well, as well as all my clients' fitness journeys too. Um, So that really helps as well. Yeah, Yeah, when you say that you use social media to advertise, first of all, props to you because a lot of fitness business owners are not utilizing that as a method of growth. And in 2022... If you can learn one thing from this podcast, it is that you should be on social media because yeah. like that's where that's the best place to find your clients right now. Yeah. So if yeah. you're on social media, that's great. Do you do everything organically or do you guys like run ads like when you have a spot open? Um, I've never done it. Um, I've never promoted it sorry was it is it called sponsored where they sponsor it no oh sorry the ad sorry yeah um, no I've never done an ad or anything like that so I've mainly got it through even my clients sharing my post or if I put a post up and they follow my page um so stuff like that I've never done like an ad or anything that I haven't needed to just yet so yeah I think that it could be a valuable tool, like especially as you bring on more trainers, like you bring on this new person um, and to help her grow her grow her clientele, it is a pretty useful tool. And if you're doing it right, you get a return on your investment. So um, definitely something that I've seen work pretty well. But I want to ask you for your perspective on this question, Gabriella. What would you consider to be your biggest business related challenge? I think like as gym owners, as fitness business owners, we kind of all have like that one thing that we're still trying to figure out when it comes to the business side. What would you say that is for you? Um, I'd probably say like keeping the clients kind of motivated because I feel like they go through phases. So let's say for eight weeks, they're amazing. They're great. They're progressing. They're making PBs and do-do-do-do. And then all of a sudden it will just kind of go here, plateau, and then it will just dip and dip and dip. And sometimes I feel like um, it's quite hard to kind of retalk them into the fact that you're not going to be this amazing like athlete all the time. Like you're going to dip at certain points, but it just means that you're going to progress even more and more. And if you stay consistent, then you will get the results that you want. So I think consistency maybe. Yeah, I think that that's hard, no matter what kind of fitness we're in, like for most people, like we are, I already said this, but for most people, the hardest part is just showing up and staying yeah. motivated. Um, do you find that a lot, like that you have a good amount of clients who will like make the three month commitment and then like not like utilize it the way that they should or yeah definitely sometimes I feel like people sign up and they think that's all the work done so they've signed up they've paid the money um and sometimes I feel like they feel like they just something's going to magically change when they've signed up to something and some it just doesn't um I feel like they have to be mentally ready physically ready to come in for a three month 
course and make sure they give it their all and if they're not willing to give it their all then they're not going to get the results that they're hoping for um so yeah sometimes i feel like people just sign up for the sake of it kind of waste their money a little bit and not yet yeah, not utilize the, the program at all yeah no i definitely get what you're saying and i want to ask you like do you think that there's anything more that you could be doing as the owner of this business as their trainer to help with that accountability and motivation piece yeah i think um definitely the accountability kind of section um maybe getting them to check in weekly but i feel like it's, it's really hard especially with a pt group um one-to-ones i think that would definitely be viable um to make sure maybe like a check-in link that they could use um to do that and then kind of like help them progress even more but i feel like with groups it would be quite hard with that many people to kind of keep them accountable um i don't normally have like an issue with that it's just like the cut you know you get the, the odd one that that would always kind of um be like that but it's normally okay yeah generally like this is how i see it like if our clients are struggling with motivation it's like what more what additional value can we bring to them to help them stay motivated so that usually looks like check-ins um providing nurturing content um sometimes they need like extra help with nutrition um and like we just like have to get to know each individual and kind of come up with a system to help them um but i definitely think that that's something that you can overcome with the right systems in place like hey, like we're going to set up automatic check-ins. Like this person's going to get a text from me yeah. this day, this day. And, um, you know, all you have to do is just respond because the text yeah. was automated. So you didn't have to like worry about remembering to send it. That's a pretty good idea there. Um, but kind of to supplement the challenge, what would you say if you could have a magic wand and all your dreams, all your goals for your business came true, there's absolutely no financial limitations, no nothing. What would that picture look like for you, Gabriella? As in the next step for my business or, or just like any. Like a magic wand situation, like literally anything you want could happen. Um, all your dreams for Body by Beckett came true. What would that picture look like? Um but maybe working less and earning more <laughs> Something like that. I still I love my job so I still want to do my job but I wouldn't change my job but um yeah maybe yeah like like I said like just earning less uh, sorry earning no working less and earning more um that would be kind of like the main goal I think because I think I, I do work too many hours I've tried to sort of to change it up a little bit like this year and um it's definitely working but yeah I'd like yeah. to do yeah that's a really good goal right we don't want to work ourselves in um so uh you know as a business owner generally we want to kind of get to that point where we don't have to work as much in our business but we're making way more money like we still love to train but we don't want to train 15 hours a day seven days a week yeah. Um, so what do you feel like you have to do to make that a reality rather than just like a magic wand goal situation? Um, I think I'm definitely working. I feel like uh, me adding in another group is another step forward because uh, with the groups, they are great um, because I'm training more. I'm helping more people 
in one time period, but also earning more money through doing a group than a one-to-one PT. Um, so it means I worked less hours during the day than, than having to do like an extra five PTs or, or something like that just to make up the money. Um, so I feel like the groups for me have worked really well because uh, I can earn more money in an hour than I would in one-to-one PT. Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of opportunity there and a lot of like little things that you can tweak within your business so that you make more, but aren't going to cost you any more time. Time is like our most valuable asset as business owners. And it's like, time is the one thing in our life we can never, ever earn back. So we have to use it wisely. Um, And so I'm really excited to see how you're able to kind of grow and scale your business and, um, earn back some time into your life uh, so you can kind of pursue other opportunities. Um, What is your Instagram? Where can our listeners go if they're interested in learning more about Body by Beckett and what you do? Um, I have two two separate ones. Uh, They're both fitness related. Um, One of them is just at Body by Beckett. And then the other one is at Gabriella Beckett PT. Um, So I have two kind of fitness accounts but one of them is mainly all of my clients and how I run Body by Beckett. And then the other one's more about my own fitness journey and my competitions that I do and stuff like that. Perfect. Well, I'm excited to check it out. I always like to like get an actual visual of like what your business looks like. So it's cool to see pictures. Yeah. Um, and I want to thank you, Gabriella, for your insight today. It's always valuable to learn, you know, what different people are doing in this industry. Um, So thanks for your insight and listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget guys, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joseph, and joining me on the show is George from Boss Mentality CrossFit in Oak Hill, West Virginia. Welcome to the show, George. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today to learn more about what you have going on at your facility. But before we dive into the business side of things, when you first opened your facility two years ago, what was the vision you had in mind for it? Oh gosh, we, you know, we wanted to, uh, to have a CrossFit gym uh, or to have a CrossFit box, uh, if you will, uh, in, in this area. Uh, we had, had worked, I had worked at one uh, for a while uh, in Oak Hill that lost our affiliate, let it expire. 
uh, when, when COVID hit. Um, and, and we just wanted to have uh, a, a, a CrossFit, the option for CrossFit in the area uh, mm-hmm. to, serve, to serve the community. Okay. So mainly just having your own CrossFit facility in Oak Hill, West Virginia. So with that being said, why don't you give the listeners your elevator pitch or what you have going on at your facility? Okay, so um, first of all, we've got we've got a great place. Um, you know, we're looking at a, uh, a 3,300 square feet facility. Um, it's uh, it's all new equipment, uh, all uh, brand new and clean. Um, and we have and we have excuse me. There. Oh, you're all good. Uh, yeah, pops. We have, uh, so some great coaches now uh, that are uh, that are available uh, to help out. We we. Uh, Cover we cover morning classes, uh, we cover afternoon classes uh, and evening classes uh, for whatever whatever fits your uh, whatever fits your schedule. Um, strength bias programming. We've got some some aerobic capacity programming. We've got some really some really good things for uh, to to meet the needs of a lot of our uh, a lot of our clients. Yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds like you have a good mixture there. Uh, so in terms of you know your thirty three hundred square feet that you mentioned. How many members are you currently serving at your facility? Okay, we're currently serving uh, 46 members. Um, okay. That's up about 11 members from from last year. Uh, we, you know, the, the the crazy thing about the the fitness world is that you in the fitness industry you you gain two members and you lose one, and then you gain three and you lose two, and so we've kind of played that that up and down game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we're 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 at a, a positive eleven, uh, but but we definitely had more come in and then and then leave for whatever reason, uh, either moving out of the area uh, or going on to uh, you know active duty or or something that that takes takes them away from the gym. Okay, so forty six members at this moment. So is that somewhere you want to stop at or hit the gas a little bit more and get get some more faces in the door? No, we, we definitely have enough room for more. Uh, we, we would like to, um, you know, we'd like to try to pump that number up to about 60. Um, mm-hmm. at, at hopefully uh, at this time next year to be at that, at that amount. Uh, we're able to service about 15 uh, people per class. Um, and so, you know, with the class offerings that we have, uh, we could definitely move 60 through the door every day. Um, okay comfortably okay so you know goal here is you get 60 by next time well next year at this time sure yeah absolutely okay. uh, that would and i think that's a good goal our area is kind of a small area um you know the population base of our entire county is what uh, a lot of people use you know the, for their city population mm-hmm. and so so it's a tough area it's a slow area um we we've got good turnover as far as our drop-ins uh because okay. new river gorge uh, national area, um, but to just to get those those members uh, and get them hooked in, it's mm-hmm. tough. And so we'll look at we'll look at trying to uh, tack on another ten in uh, okay. the next year. Okay, so in terms of you know getting more people into your door, what do you do to market your facility? So do you utilize word of mouth, Instagram, Facebook? What does that look like? Um, a little bit of a little bit of everything. Uh, word of mouth is always there. Um, it, it's because it's a small area. Um, you know, the fitness community is small, and so um, when someone speaks about uh, our, our gym, 
typically it's good and people people hear it and they'll they'll give us a call and just kind of ask some questions so that the word of mouth works it's it's good uh we are on instagram as well um like i said before we, we've got the drop in so that that kind of helps but we also uh we also do sponsorships with some of the uh, local teams uh, at the high school um the uh, boys soccer team used our facility this year we, we were able to buy them shirts so they uh wore those shirts and of course those they're wearing them in the warm-ups of the games our logos out there getting that you know that that kind of like exposure across the field for other people sure. to see yeah yeah i mean we we bought them nice nice warm-up uniforms or warm-up tops and they wore them during the warm-ups it was great um so it's great exposure there and of course they wear those you know they wear them out later on mm-hmm. and throughout the year and of course our, our logo is still being out there we've got the the, the girls the girls basketball uh, high school basketball has used that program or used our gym um we've had a couple with the ball team mm-hmm. um, just lift-a-thons and, and powerlifting things and, and just utilizing the space and then they're putting the shirts on with their logos so the word is getting out about mm-hmm. what what's going on and, and the more the more eyes that we can put uh on our place uh, i think they're going to like what they see and of course then we sell them talk to them about the results that we've seen or what we've experienced with some of our other members yeah. and you know who doesn't want to become stronger, right? Who doesn't exactly. want? Who doesn't? Who want doesn't want results in right. your fitness and your health? I mean, that's one of the most important things of being a human is is improving your health yeah. and staying healthy long term, right? <laughs> and I think that's where you, I think that's where gyms uh, excel is that you know they they sell the results. You know, yeah, this exactly. works. This works. Now, you know, this CrossFit may not be for you. Okay, it may not be your area. May might not be what you want, but. You can't argue with those results from CrossFit. Exactly. I mean, I mean, like physical exercise is physical exercise. No matter what, you're going to burn calories. You're going to lose fat if you, you know, are staying focused. So, you know, right now you're utilizing word of mouth and, you know, you're using those sponsorships with the local school. Um, mm-hmm. But you mentioned that you're also using Instagram. So is that organic content or are you also utilizing paid advertising through social media no it's 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 all organic content we you know we post videos of uh events that we have going on we we post uh, you know pictures of of what's happening mm-hmm. um and and people are uh, they're curious and so they they'll follow along they'll, they'll maybe like some of our pictures look at a video um, we get a lot of uh, DMs from people that that will send us messages and and just inquire about, man, things look things look great. What's what's the membership rates? Um, what can you do, or what you know, what can your gym do for me mm-hmm. um, to help me meet my goals? And you know, those are things that uh, that are important. Mm-hmm. I, we we also have, I didn't mention we also have a website too. We get a lot of a lot of traffic through our website, especially with the folks that are. Uh, that are traveling mm-hmm. uh, crossfit does a good job having where you can there's a search bar where you can search yep. areas and kind of like seo uh, stuff like getting yeah. getting people in organically through the internet basically on google safari whatever you use so yep. in terms of the social media you said that you only use organic content which is really mm-hmm. good because that's really like overall brand awareness so have you ever used paid advertising with social media or no we haven't. Yeah, we haven't attacked that yet. Um, okay. We 
we do rely on our, um, you know, when people go on uh, Google and leave their leave their reviews. So we, we, we do have those, but as far as paid advertising, not yet. Okay. So is there any reason why you haven't yet or? Um, not really. Uh, other than just, we, we just haven't, we haven't invested that money into that area yet. Um, you know, we've, we've got to put in other places uh, like coaches recruitment. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it, to get a new coach, it, it costs us a thousand dollars right away because yeah. it's, it's quite um, a bit for a coach. Yeah. Yeah, and it and and because they have to go through the the CrossFit Level One training, and, and that's a thousand dollars there. So we've picked up a couple new coaches this year, and we've paid that. Um, and so, you know, money is allocated at, at preparing and and replacing older equipment, pushing things out the door, and bringing in some new things as well as recruitment. And we just haven't allocated any money towards the paid advertising yet. Okay, so let's transition into more of like the sales side. So let's just say someone is traveling or someone in your like community finds out about you and mm -hmm. they come to your facility. What does the process look like of you turning them into a paying member? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny you said that we've had, we, we have one member who uh, is from Philadelphia. She came in and dropped in. Uh, she was doing some work in the area. She came in or she sent us a message, actually sent my wife a message. And, um, she, she came in and ended up being, I think she stayed a week. Mm -hmm. She was here for four or five classes in that week. Um, since then she's done some work in the area again and she kind of, she came back and, and we consider her a member. Um, but she's, it's, it's a temporary thing. She, sometimes she's here for, uh, two or three weeks at a time, she comes mm -hmm. to our place because she knows it. She's comfortable here, and then uh, she's back back home in Philadelphia. Um, and and she really, you know, she really enjoys what we what we have um, here. But anyways, it 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 the process is simple. I mean, we we fill out the information for them. They uh, they pay the drop in fee, or mm -hmm. if they want to pay uh, by the month, which she does. Uh, they want to pay by the month and they're welcome to do that as well. Um, but then they know where we're at and these folks that came on vacation this year and dropped in with us, you know, they're going to come back. Um, mm -hmm. So, and, and, and we've talked to them and they know, Hey, listen, this is where we come every year. We're coming to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it sounds like, you know, at your facility, you offer services that really make the, the customers happy and that's going to keep them, you know, long-term. So, that's where I kind of want to dive in now is like, how do you keep your clients like long-term? Yeah. So, you know, our, we, we track progress a little bit differently than what a lot of gyms will track progress. You know, we don't, you know, we use the scale occasionally, mm -hmm. um, although it's not a great predictor of success. I mean, mm -hmm. you may gain weight, but, but you might feel better, right? Mm -hmm. uh, your, your pant size might fit a little bit differently. It might be smaller. So um, what we like to try to think of is, is, is repeatable workouts, uh, workouts that we can, that we call benchmarks that we can bring someone in day one, put them, have them attempt this benchmark workout. And then in two months, do it again and see the change. Uh, they'll see that change again in, in four months. They may repeat that workout and, and we make them keep their strict notes. They're able to, they're able to go in on our app and, track their their progress by putting in their time 
for what they what they did a workout in or their weight for what they did in a uh, a one rep max or whatever it may be they can track the results there and then repeat those workouts later on okay maybe improve their time maybe improve the weight that they use to track the progress over time yeah so they can and that's where we that's the way that we like to track our progress um the side effect of, of tracking it that way is that, oh I may lose weight. Oh, I'm probably going to feel better about myself, right? Mm -hmm. um, oh, as we're doing these workouts, now I'm just reminding you of, okay, uh, we need to eat a little bit better. Maybe, you know, if you want to see- Focus on what's important to your we're health. Just take yeah. yeah, so so we just, we eventually just kind of chip away at them as they're okay. coming in. And they're, they're already seeing the results because they're feeling better. And then we just kind of fine tune it as we go. Talk about okay. their nutrition, talk about their their rest, um, talk about their alcohol consumption. A lot of times people overdo it there and they don't realize it. And and you know, we if we can just take that away for 90 days and just see how you feel. Yeah. It's amazing exactly. what what, exactly. uh, what changes are there. So so that's kind of the way we we track that progress and we, we track those results. Okay. So that's really how you keep your clients long-term. And you mentioned that you use an app. What is the app that you guys use to track the progress for the clients? Okay. So uh, we use an app called Wattify. Okay. Um, it's, it's also, it, it's also what we use for our billing. It's what we use for our um, accountability as far as our attendance and who's coming into what class. Um, if we, if we, for whatever, whatever reason would be over capacity, you can look on there and you can log into classes, you can sign in, uh, but you can also track all of your, all of your workouts and all of your, your PRs, um, whether it's a weight, you know, like I said, a, a one rep max lift, uh, we just came off of Squattober, everybody was in there tracking their back squat reps, right? So, or their, their, their weight. So they're able to use that. Uh, it's a great tool. Uh, it's something that we pay for as, as a business and we just give it to our customers uh, to, to use and uh, most take advantage of it. Most of our clients do take advantage of it and it is a really a useful tool. Well, that is good. I like to hear that. Uh, you know, like a not, not a lot of gym owners I personally speak to, you know, use the softwares to keep the clients, you know, accountable and keep track of everything. Uh, cause it's, you know, sometimes it's a little too much for the business, but, um, in, terms of like your clients and your trainers how many trainers do you have that are you know working with your clients okay so so currently we have we have six coaches we have six active coaches we've got one that's going through the process now um, she was a uh, a level two mm -hmm. a crossfit level two and she let hers expire uh, we're getting her back mm -hmm. uh, so we'll have five which will be great uh, we'll have five uh, active coaches uh, over, I guess we have, uh, we have three classes, three adult classes a day, uh, and then an open gym on Saturdays, uh, sometimes an open gym on Sundays as well. <clears throat> um, and so that's, a and, and then in a class of 15, if we ever do get it in 15 or more, typically we'll have two coaches that covers that, that large of a group. Okay. Um, and, and, and if you're not familiar with CrossFit, it's it, the coaches just kind of keep track, making sure everyone's, you know, they keep track of the time as far as yeah. this is how much we've allocated for warming up. This is how much we have for the, the strength component or, or and making sure that they do the exercises correctly and not look like they're doing something different. Right. right. 
correctly and safely. Because one of the things I tell people is you you are not coming in here uh, to make yourself worse. You don't want to leave here with a hurt back, you know, or a shoulder that's bothering you forever. 100%. You're coming in here to make yourself better. And uh, we want to work these, work these movements correctly and safely. Awesome. Well, cool. So can you remind me of a number of classes that you mentioned per day is three, correct? So we have three, you have 5.30 a.m. class uh, and then 4.30 and 5.30 p.m. classes. Okay, right awesome, awesome, very mm-hmm. nice. So I have a few questions left for you here in my mind. Uh, okay. The next one would be, you know, when you first enter the gym industry, what is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Oh, gosh. Um, man, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's a tough question. Um, just remember that uh, if you're if if you're if you're entering entering the the gym industry the way that we did and that was all in we own the building we own the equipment everything understand that you you have to be everything you have to be the the maintenance guy right you're the one in there mopping cleaning you're the one in there that uh, when you hear the the chalk bucket or the the chalk. Uh, bucket fall over you're the one cleaning that one up right so taking care of it yeah it's not someone else so so you're you're everything uh and and there's times where um you know our kids are in bed uh i'm ready to go to bed uh and my wife is in here doing the the accounting piece of it so um we both have full-time jobs our gym is our side gig uh and so yeah just I, i would say hey just understand that it's going to take it's going to take a lot of time um, you're going to see the fruits of your labor. I mean, we do every time I walk in there. I mean, I smile because, you know, it's, it's something that my wife and I created. Yeah. Uh, it's something that our members have supported. And uh, so it's great to, it's great to have, mm-hmm. um, but just understand that it is work. I mean, yeah. and, and you're, you know, it's a constant, it's something that there's a need going on constantly. Piece of equipment broken. Something you're taking new. care of it. You know, yeah. if someone's not happy, you're taking care of it. You're, you're so, the one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like the one piece of advice is to understand that if you're going into gym ownership, you're wearing all the hats and you're taking care uh-huh. of everything. Like you're, <laughs> yeah, th- that's just how it is. And yeah, you're just the one responsible for everything inside of the facility. Okay. Yeah. Um, so second to last question here for you, George, you know, in the gym and fitness world, there are three pillars to business. First being lead generation and acquisition. So getting people through your door and turning them into members. Second being retention. So keeping them for the long term. And third being ascension. So increasing the overall lifetime value of the client. So, you know, increasing or upgraded, upgrading their programs. Mm-hmm. Out of those three, where do you think you can improve the most on and why? Where could we improve the most on? Um, I think, you know, we have a problem, I think, probably uh, with, with, the the third one that you mentioned and and um you know what can we how can we make money more money out of our current members Mm -hmm. um that you know that's something that we have a hard time with um because they they pay the one fee and that usually that's all they that's all they pay sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll buy merchandise sometimes they'll buy our drinks other than that we have no more upsells for them so that's kind of a dead end for us and, and and it may be something that we need to look into uh in the future as far as making more money out of our existing group. Um, I think getting people in the door, you know, we're doing everything we can mm-hmm. um, uh, with the exception of the paid advertising, uh, but we're out, we're out working. We're doing anytime there's a, uh, there's an event going on, 
were there. Um, mm -hmm. Our, our names on a lot of the stuff that we, you know, we sponsor a lot of things. So, so getting people in the door, I don't think is the biggest, the big hurdle for us. We're still working it. Once they're there, they're happy. And I don't think they're leaving. Um, not, not just because they're all oh, tired of it and I'm quitting the ones that we're, that we're losing are, are moving out, out of the area or they're not able to do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think just, just getting more out of more out of what we already have is, is kind of where um, we have a problem. Okay. Well, last question here for you, George. Paint me and the listeners a picture. What are your short-term and long-term goals for your facility? So <clears throat> short-term goals for this facility now, um, and, and this is something that we tried to do over the summer, uh, we need to upgrade the facility a little bit. We need uh, we're, we need a, a new a new garage door put in uh, so that we can make better use of our outdoor area. We have a huge outdoor area. Uh, we'd like to be able to make <clears throat> better use of that, um, as well as picking up additional members. All right, mm -hmm. still trying to work that phase of it and trying to get some more people in the door. Uh, Long term goals for our for our place. Um, again, to continue the continue the membership, uh, continue coaches recruitment. I'd like to still have a couple more coaches uh, over the next uh, couple year over the next year or so. Um, and then in that mentioned outdoor area that we have, um, we want, we would like to turf that, uh, make that an outdoor area that that uh, you know local soccer teams can use, uh, little leagues can use. And if we I think if we can get those kids in there taking part in what's going on. And the adults will also be there mm -hmm. uh, and, and maybe we could pull them. So, yeah. More like word of mouth and more, you know, awareness around the community. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think, I think those two, if we can get those two things done and, and I, again, I understand that you know, we're going to have to invest money in the facility and we're going to have to invest money in, in getting that turf put in. But I mm -hmm. think the return on that will be more than, you know, what we would have if we did, you know, advertising, uh, paid advertising. I think, I think when people see that what's going on and, and, and when they look and see, man, this, this stuff is really nice. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to be involved in that. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the selling of look, these are the results that our members are having. Kind of like a double whammy right there. I think that, I think that's something that, that will get people there and, and stay there, you mm -hmm. know? And uh, so that's the plan. Uh, maybe I'm totally off on that. We, my wife and I, we have a little bit of a different uh, business model than a lot of people do uh, going into something like this. Um, again, with it not being our full-time job, you know, it, it's, it is a little bit more removed from us. We're there every day. Uh, most days I'm there at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. um, we're there daily and we're, we're doing everything we need to do. Um, it's just a slower process when it's not your full-time position. Yeah. hundred you know? percent, hundred percent understand and agree there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it makes a difference if yeah, it definitely makes a difference. So again, just a different model. Uh, not, not to say that it's not working because it is working for us. Um, are there ways that we could make it work a little quicker for us and make it better? Probably. And, and I would be open to those suggestions. Uh, but for us right now it's working and, um, you know, I, I think in the in the end we will have some some lifelong uh, lifelong members mm -hmm. for as long as we have devoted people. Yeah, 
I think we do. We, we started off with a good core group. Uh, they're still there. I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, you know, we're good to our members. Uh, they know it. Um, they know that they're getting a, a, a great value for what they're paying. Mm -hmm. uh, our, our memberships rates are lower than the, than the national average in CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And we're okay with that. We're okay with that because we have we have happy members and um, all of our bills are paid. And, and so long-term, um, we can get this stuff paid off and still have a nice place to work out. That'd be great. Awesome. Well, George, I think that's a good place to start to wrap things up for this episode. But before we sign off, where, where can listeners find you on social media and your website? Okay, so uh, website is bossmentalitycrossfit.com. Um, on Instagram, it is uh, Boss Mentality CrossFit. And uh, yeah, I mean, just, just hop on there and uh, send us a message and leave us a shout out or just kind of uh, feel free to browse through. And, and uh, we, we continue to update our pictures and, and uh, videos of what's going on. So uh, feel free to hop on there and uh, take a look at us. Awesome. Boss Mentality CrossFit in Oak Hill, West Virginia. Awesome. Well, George, we appreciate you hopping on the podcast today and sharing your story. And to All everyone right. who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. And don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you're interested in joining us to talk about your gym, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.